speaking of buses, uh huh. We were in South Carolina this past week, and my daughter Gray turned eight. Uh, but the day before, we went on a trip to a neighboring island, and you have to like catch a ferry and then a bus. <laughs> the bus had like 40 people on it. Sure. We pulled up to a stop sign, and everybody was quiet. And into that silence, Gray just announces, My birthday is tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the bus's reaction? It was like, Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, so you know, <laughs> they needed to know, okay? Yeah. And she's really like, she's at peak age to say something like that and it'd still be adorable. Right. Like another year or two and people will be like, okay, weirdo. Right. <laughs> but for now, she's like, aw, that's right. It's just exciting. The right, the right level of yeah. excitement, yep. cuteness, and also like the anonymity confidence oh, to sure, say something yeah. like that because i'm like i would never say that to a full bus yeah, can you imagine yeah. be miserable i'm Everyone. turning 34 tomorrow sit down right. no yelling on the bus right. the bus officer comes in right. it's from a <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Beyond Sunny Podcast. Where we're explaining how to explore our faith beyond Sunny Morning. This is Patrick Nazaroff with me as always, Pastor Dave Bowser. How are we doing, Patrick? And Lisa McCarter. Still here, still pretty successful. All right, we have a, maybe, I think, an exciting little series today, a two-parter. Yeah. That's the goal here. Do we call a two-parter a series? I'm calling it a series. I don't, I think you're What do you be, call it? I would say three is a series. I think two-parter is just a two-parter. Okay. <laughs> like, if you have, like, just... A movie and a sequel. That's not a series. Mm. It's a movie Technically, it's a movie I think it is. It is. And if yeah? it's three, it's a trilogy. Technically, according to who? Technically, according who's to the author- like Who's the authority? Who do I complain media to? Media outlets. <laughs> okay. Listen up. Yeah. CNN, Fox News, MSNBC. Right. You're all on notice. All right. Well, uh, Two things is not a series. Well, I think we, we at least have two. Maybe, maybe uh, I'll throw in a third one there. Maybe I'll come up with something. Knows? But uh, we're talking about uh, masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on with men these days? <laughs> I'm sure we've all been asking it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but first, our news story. All Speaking right. of men, <laughs> this is from the New York Post. Oh gosh. Um, I eat 15 cans of tuna every week, and it's stinking up my love life. This oh. is yep. from a Kansas man. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. How do you wow. feel about the tuna? Let me ask you. Let's start there. So let me just say this. Elise just had like a heavy sigh, yeah. and because of the, like the notion of fifteen cans of tuna, I felt like I smelled tuna in the midst of it. Like I'm sure that you did not actually. I like, haven't yeah. had any tuna recently. But like just yeah. like the notion of that breathing out, like that's how yeah. I feel about it. Is like I almost got physically ill <laughs> thinking about that breath smelling like tuna. tuna. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about the tuna? Not yeah. not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah. Okay. No, of canned tuna. I should, uh, yeah, the canned tuna or the pouches or any. Yeah, and none, none of that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I have nothing against tuna as a food. I will say this as a freebie to any unaware men who might be listening is I probably can't even count on both of my hands the number of female friends that I have that say that they would like to be more romantic with their male partners, but their hygiene is so crappy (laughs) that they don't want to. Okay. Breath included. Mm. Okay. So the tuna may be part of the problem here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah take that into consideration uh, i am, i brush my teeth every day so and I'm, i don't eat tuna so two yeah. for two <laughs> all right i'm not anti-tuna i would certainly i would eat a tuna sandwich no yeah. problem occasionally i, I do mean, yeah. yeah listen if i'm starving and a tuna sandwich is put in front of me yeah i'm yeah. not gonna like if i was hunger strike in, it, <laughs> i think in in the of uh, foods that i feel like are in the same realm or at least the same consistency uh-huh. i would say chicken salad sandwich first sure. then tuna mm-hmm. then egg salad is like Ooh, egg salad. a distant third <laughs> <laughs> and if there's if there's a be- 
<laughs> throw in another option, That's another right. blank salad, yeah. and I'll be like, oh, I'll, I'll consider it. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like, but egg egg for me would be the worst right. of those That's three. That's fair. Yeah. Um, okay, so who's appeared on TLC's My Strange Addiction? Have y'all seen My Strange Addiction? No. Yeah, this, but this is usually people who eat like couch cushions, right? Yeah, like what? Or 15 <laughs> cans of tuna, tuna a week. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, well, he even wears its juices as cologne. No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. Um, this, uh, is real, this is really disturbing. This is from Tyler here. I love smelling tuna every day, all the oh time, all night, any day, every day. <laughs> How does he not get like mobbed by raccoons when he's outside? <laughs> Interesting question. <laughs> just being there following yeah. him, stalking him as he walks the streets. He's from Kansas City. I don't know what the raccoon issue is, but um I think a raccoon's the mayor of Kansas City. His I mother I don't think that's right. <laughs> Ursula. This is his mother, Ursula. Yeah. Ursula. Like the sea witch from uh yes. Little Mermaid. Okay. That feels a little too convenient. Uh he's always <laughs> like fish. When he was little and most kids during Easter want chocolate in their baskets and things like that, he didn't eat the chocolate. So we put tuna, cans of sardines, because he liked that. No. (laughs) Yeah. uh, How would your daughters feel if in their Easter basket they had sardines and tuna? Sophia would absolutely protest the Easter bunny (laughs) immediately. (laughs) I knew he wasn't real. She's (laughs) a pretty gracious kid, but she'd be like... Maybe that's an easy way to... to the Easter bunny dropped off the wrong basket. This isn't right. Maybe that's an easy way to make that transition, right? (laughs) (laughs) Ruin the image first. Right. <laughs> you didn't really want anything from the Easter Bunny anyway. So yeah, guess what? That dude sucks. Yeah. Just like cigarettes and tuna. <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> well, <laughs> it looks like the Easter Bunny I mean, had a hard week. Tuna's gross, but it's not going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, throwing cigarettes in uh, So the show, a man is he's seen sitting at a coffee shop before reaching in a pocket, whipping out a small can of tuna and a can opener. Uh, he opens the can and takes a long... He doesn't even get like, the easy easy open. He has to carry a can open. Long whiff long, oh, of the Long whiff. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. It's disgusting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he did this uh, on the video Why again. We're still talking TLC. about this. <laughs> did it on a date. What are you doing? <laughs> the woman asked him. I always keep a can of tuna on me. <laughs> I hope you don't judge me, but I have an addiction to smelly tuna. Do we I have? You. Do we have to open that right now? <laughs> the woman asked, and he says, "Yes." How would you feel? Date with a man opens up some tuna. Oh, I'm I'd be out. live tweeting the heck out of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> update. <laughs> My date has just sniffed a can of tuna. <laughs> do you, Do you stick around for the rest of that story? No. Yeah. You go to the bathroom. Uh huh. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. never come and back never, from yeah, the bathroom. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Climb out the window. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, hey, good news here. I don't know if this is good news. Uh, he likes chunk light or yellowfin, not albacore. Sure. Let's well, you have to have standards. Absolutely. <laughs> sure. Gross. Uh, All this is terrible. I, I don't know. I probably would not know the difference if I'm being honest. No, I absolutely yeah. would not know yeah. the difference, but all of this is gross and making me sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listeners, if you're feeling nauseous, I'm sorry. You can send your complaints to P. Nazaroff at... <laughs> Does he eat, like, other normal food, or is it... Certainly, right? right. Only 15 cans a week. He's got to supplement that. Right. I mean, yeah, that's that's not three enough. cans a day. That's a, that's yeah. A, I need one for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so... And only during the work week. What's he do on uh, weekends? Weekends, yeah. yeah. I assume, yeah, at least you want to throw yes. in some crackers or some bread to that, right? Like some, to, like, tuna sober days. <laughs> just it's tuna binge right. tuna binge friday yeah 15 cans in one day yeah. oh. how often do you uh consume tuna sir just once a week <laughs> 15 yeah, exactly. cans on friday it's like going oh, to the doctor a week. And filling yeah. out the form <laughs> <laughs> they never asked me that one when i filled the form i'm yeah. just a social tuna eater <laughs> <laughs> 
Especially lowers, yeah. It lowers my cholesterol. Do you <laughs> eat tuna alone? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Do you eat tuna yeah. after a hard day yeah. <laughs> to escape? Oh, goodness. Um, I think his job is a piano, piano tuna. Took me a second. Yeah. Good crossover. Right. Uh, the Food and Drug Administration only recommends eating tuna uh, two to three times a week because uh, it does have mercury in it. Ooh. Oh, well, yeah. Mercury's <laughs> There's bad. that. Yeah, it does. It could result in brain cell death, uh, resulting in impaired fine motor skills, memory, and focus, that's or why, uh, greater desire to eat tuna. <laughs> <laughs> that's why pregnant women aren't supposed to eat tuna, right? Because of the mercury. Yeah, we're not supposed to eat anything, though. We, I'm not pregnant, <laughs> but like women who are pregnant in general. I was once pregnant. Was not supposed to eat anything. Like, yeah, there are there are lots of things you're not supposed yeah, to eat. Yeah, like you can't yeah. have like lunch meat or cheese. You just can't have raw like or yeah. cold deli meat. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's basically if it makes you happy, you should not eat it. Mm. Do you, Do you have an unusual if it food makes you happy. that you like a lot? An yeah, I do actually. Yeah. But what I do don't eat I don't it 15 times a week. Okay, what do you got? Uni. Do you know what that is? I don't. But like lots. Of, that's not. I mean, I think it's weird. But lots of people eat uni. What's right. uni? The, the, it, well, technically, technically, it is reproductive organs of sea urchins. <laughs> well, technically. Te- well, technically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like how. That's what it is. Yeah. It wouldn't be like, you know, reproductive organs of like a mammal. <laughs> so it's different. <laughs> Those would be Rocky Mountain oysters. Right. Those are a different thing. Yeah. yeah. Which I have had. Right. Yeah. They were yeah. fine. Irony. Yeah. Mm. It was deep fried. So, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. 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 Fried. Yeah. Who knows what's in there? Do you have a, a food that's oh, unusual? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I'll eat stuff, but like, yeah. An obs- I don't have anything that I'm obsessed with where, like, I eat this all the time, even though other people think it's disgusting. Yeah, I don't think I have that either. I mean... When I was a kid, I used to dip my Doritos in my pudding cup at lunch. Okay. <laughs> it had a little salty sweet thing going for it. it when I was a kid, I, we would go to Luby's and I would order the liver. Oh. Really? As, as a, a child, kid, you'd order the liver. Yeah, okay. I like now as an adult, I'm not as interested. But as a kid, I yeah. wanted liver. You know, okay. that's kind of an interesting. Do you get choice. cat to cook you up a nice piece of liver every once in a while? No, not interested really. But did I, you do liver and onions or just straight liver? I don't like onions. So just no onions. <laughs> the onions are the deal breaker. Right. <laughs> liver, yes. I'm Green in. flag. Right. Onions, red flag. Right. <laughs> Unseasoned liver. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. Liver that yeah. tastes like nothing but itself. Um, I like black licorice. That is uh, the black uh, jelly yeah, beans. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like a fan. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I would eat that. But if you're like, I, I only eat black licorice. That would be on this guy's. Or level. I eat 15 that's true, black yeah. licorice. Yeah, like that's the only candy or treat that I want is black. Yeah, but I mean. Who is on this level? I mean, that's that's fair. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a whole show about people with this, apparently. So yeah, for sure, somebody else. Yeah. All right, let's dive into our main topic. Okay, what's up with men? Uh, <laughs> well, what's up with that guy? Number one, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Uh, this is uh, an opinion article an in op-ed. An op-ed <laughs> in the Washington Post. Our friends. Well, Ish. I don't think we've ever used them before. New acquaintances. Yeah, we've just. I like them. I mean, I'm fine. I'm with gonna them say too, this, like, this as a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. This this is definitely a um, when it comes to articles, <laughs> like maybe the most well written we've ever done. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like it's a huge step up in the quality of what we normally read <laughs> and and length. Yeah, I, I had to print it off. There's a because I couldn't like 
trust myself to scroll in my phone to find it stuff. It took me 40 minutes to read this article. There's a button at the top that said, listen to it read by the author. And it was 45 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was 14 pages on my print off. Yeah. Here. So, uh, our, Patrick just exceeded our print budget <laughs> I know. for the year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, men are lost. Here's a map out of the wilderness. Ooh. And so like I said, we're going to do a two-part. So if I think first... Have you ever been lost? First, we're going to look at men are lost. And maybe next week we'll take a look at here's Where the ma- here's the map. Yeah. Um, but before we get into her article, uh, I saw this thing on Reddit the other week, and it was a question there saying, like, two men, what is something you've heard? Real men don't blank. Uh, real men don't blank. Real okay. men don't blank. Okay. So I've, I print, I uh, wrote down some of the ones that people said. Real Ooh, men okay. don't blank. You got your, your favorites? All right. I thought of a way to make this in a game, and I couldn't come up with it. Like, tell me your top ten, but, like, it's... You know, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to say. Yeah, real men right. don't cry. Yeah, that is not on there. No, no, it's not on there because like that's that's too much of a given, right? Like right. these are that's more unusual. <laughs> these are more unusual things that real men don't okay. like. All right, okay. all right, and we'll get to real men don't cry. Okay. okay. Um. Well, first, have you ever heard real men don't blank? For yes. Anything that's more unusual or different. Oh. I mean, I know that I have. I can't think of any of them off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, one I have heard that was on this, and that's real men don't use umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> just wanna... Sure. Like, so that one, that one to me is like, I know that I have sarcastically said like real men don't do whatever. Yeah. And I've probably said something stupid like real men don't uh, use right. umbrellas because I didn't have an umbrella. Right. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'm sure that I justify your Yeah. Own I'm sure that I have done some stupid thing like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did see some kind of <laughs> weird propaganda on the internet a couple weeks ago, which is the that real men don't have short hair. <laughs> Ouch. Which uh, is, usually it's real men don't have long hair. That right. was a bit historically. Right. Yes. This is supposed to be like a return to apparently way back historically. Warriors had like long hair. Sure. And it wasn't until the Roman legions that they start cropping in close because they were getting snagged in battle by their ponytails. So. Sure. You don't want to get pulled by yeah. a ponytail. Right. You got to get the Caesar cut. Right. It's popularized by George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's too popular. The Caesar cut. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of the come forward. You know, okay. it's interesting. Yeah, that's there. You go. All right. That's the thing. I don't, Our th- listeners I'm... will validate what my statement here. Sure, that's fine. All right, here we go. Real men don't blank. Here's okay. a couple from Reddit. Here, real men better. don't hug their sons. Oof, that's tough. Yeah, I hug my son all the time. I'm yeah. yeah. I hug your sons all the time. Do you? No, that's <laughs> <laughs> sounded better in my head. Yeah, sounded no, weirder no, no, no. when it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real men <laughs> don't eat peanut butter and jelly. Oh, that's pure lies. Peanut yeah. butter and jelly is delicious at yeah. any age. Yeah, I, you know. Is that supposed to be because it's a kid's food? I think it's because it's a kid food, yeah. Oh. Are we supposed to eat like, I don't know, Tuna. something fancy like almond butter? and No, definitely not. No, 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 no. Real men are definitely a not. marmalade. A- according to <laughs> the stereotype, real men are not eating marmalade and almond it's butter like sandwich. It's like a beef jerky sandwich would be uh, probably yeah. Okay. safer. Yeah. Peanut butter probably is okay. I think it's the jelly that's that's bringing down the Jelly's this. very feminine. Because it's yeah. too sweet. Yeah. Jam butter? Do you use peanut butter and jam? Uh, what about peanut butter and honey? I like peanut butter and honey. Because you can make like mead out of honey. You know, so that's sure, like... it's like booze. <laughs> <laughs> De- and it, de- and deconstructed an, booze. And an animal made it, and I hunted right. for it. it you know? oh <laughs> if I gather the honey myself. <laughs> right. that's, yeah. uh, real men don't wear sunscreen. That's, oh, that's just dumb. stupid. That's yeah. really dumb. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I guess like you know, for some men out there, like real men, like the hard to reach places, sure. you know, for sunscreen, and your wife or another a girl is in there. Yeah, you know, real men certainly are not going to ask another man, "Would you mind rubbing this on my lower <laughs> back?" You know, like. <laughs> Why not yeah, though? I, you I know, mean, like, I mean, why not? Why not is a fair question, but I, the, I but probably, I, I get it. But you would saying. have a hang up about it. I would not yeah. ask anyone other yeah. than my wife to rub stuff in on my like for sunscreen sure. on my back. Yeah, yeah. Like, I do think most women ma- male, have female, other ways. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, just, like that's why. Yeah. That's why I like the spray, right? You know, I can just like. Yeah, I feel like yeah. so like you miss if it, I if I ask a woman, I feel like is this like inappropriate? It's too And if I if I ask a man, it's like it's probably a latent homophobia, which you know is my own thing to address at some point, right? But it's like nope, I'm good. Right? Yeah. So yeah, that's why I only go places with sunscreen where my wife will be present. What do you just burn when she's not? No, I just don't go. That's gonna require. I can't go to the lake. It's gonna require sunscreen. I can't go. You could you could wear the like the swim shirt sure Those but i don't know cool. i don't know if real men wear that either yeah. so if i'm being honest yeah, yeah. real sure. men just get burnt okay yeah. <laughs> that's just the way just it is <laughs> real men aren't intimidated by the sun <laughs> sun's got nothing on me sun's intimidated by me <laughs> uh real men don't get too eager when the free bread gets to the table <laughs> whatever i definitely False. get eager yeah <laughs> Sometimes it's weird. Like, for, what's going on with dudes, right? right. Like, <laughs> well, like every, is this effeminate to eat bread? <laughs> every man that I've ever known has been like a real budgeter. So something free showing up is like sure. the best thing that's ever happened. For, okay. It's yeah, like put it in your deal. purse. Like that's right. take all the <laughs> ask bread. Three more free bread baskets. But they didn't put it in their own pocket. That's the key. Right. You put no. it in your I, purse. Yeah. I yeah. can't appear to be uh-huh. too excited about sure. this. You put that in yeah. your purse. <laughs> Once again, we're doing the heavy emotional labor. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Real men don't use a rolling suitcase. What? Are we just supposed to carry it? Carry order, it. Order to check it in. You duffel that. You get a duffel, duffel. and you throw it on your shoulder. Yeah. You know that is that is classic. That's a it's a good look. I roll my suitcase. It's fine. Yeah. Me too. Why did we not do this earlier? This is like one of the mysteries of humanity. Like, why didn't we put a suitcase the, the moment on suitcases were invented and we had wheels just sitting there already? That's true. <laughs> throw them on there. That's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hey, listen, if the cereal people and the Ziploc bag people still haven't gotten together, I'm not surprised that it hasn't taken this long for us That's to figure out wheels. That's a good point. It is yeah. a good point, right? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, real men. It's a solvable puzzle. Yeah. They figured it out with cheese. Come on. <laughs> real men don't order dessert. <laughs> that's Well, no, that's dumb. I order dessert so that my wife doesn't have to. Sure. But why? What do you mean? Because if I order the dessert, then she can eat some of my dessert, and then she doesn't have to order dessert. Yeah. What's wrong with her ordering dessert? Sometimes though? she doesn't want to order dessert. She just wants to eat some of mine. What's wrong with that? This is I mean, <laughs> I say that about like French fries. I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't want any fries. Right. And then exactly. So I, I order fries, <laughs> knowing that my fries. fries is going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think it's more. It's like not that I tell her she like, can't order dessert. It's like <laughs> I didn't order dessert. I just had a few bites. You it's know, right, like yeah. so you can. It's a trick mental yourself. game. It's a yeah. It's a mental game. So healthy. Real men don't use coupons. Oh, okay. I just hate having to go through coupons. So I don't know if this is like a man thing. It's just like, I just hate coupons so much. Yeah, the if, coup- if you can charge me less, just charge me less. All right? <laughs> the coupon circular that comes in the mail immediately gets thrown into the trash. Yeah. But if I'm at the grocery and there's a coupon for an article, I'm, I'm taking it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I'm throwing it up there. I don't care. I'll tell you what, yeah. HEB and their Combo Locos, man, they, they give, give me that me, Combo they, Loco. They yeah. give me every they, time. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want this, but if I buy it, I get something <laughs> I also don't want free. It's great. I'm in. Yeah. Oh, how can I resist? <laughs> right. So maybe to like disprove two of 
these at once. My spouse suggested this week that we go to this place in Conroe that is like a nearly expired bread place. <laughs> we could get bread that's like shelf life is sure, almost yeah, out yeah. for super discounted. He's like, oh, we should go. We can put it in the freezer and like. <laughs> Dude, I'm totally game yeah. for that. Michael and I will go to the bread place and we'll uh-huh. load up. Great. Yeah. Great. You can sunscreen each other before you leave. Do we need sunscreen <laughs> at the bread store? <laughs> okay. And last one here. All right, from this list. Uh, real men never look at their nails with their palm down and would only ever look at their nails with their palm up and fingers curled. Yeah, so that you're closer to making a fist in case you're attacked. Right. Yeah. You know, and you palm know, you down. Be, yeah, that's too close to open-handed. That's, that's too close to a, a manicure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody could get in there with a file real quick. <laughs> that's right. You never know what they're going to do. Yeah. This, though, yeah, this is, that's how. That's right. It's like try, a claw. Somebody tries know? to get in there with a file, I'm just going to punch them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I def I do remember hearing that as a as a kid. Yeah, like it, in middle school, yeah. like they say, like that's not how men look at their hand. Like I remember, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, there's this like thing where it's like, show me how you look at your nails, and it was like a test. Like if you do like the fist thing, then you're like fifty percent boy. Yeah, and sure. If you do, like, well, if you're a boy, then you're fifty percent girl. You know? Right? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. it's yeah. super yeah. dumb. Sure. Dumb. Yeah. yeah, or as a sign of your sexuality. Like, For oh, sure. if you sure. do that, then you're gay. Like, right. That's not how yeah. that works. That's yeah, not how any of this really works. Not. Yeah. Yeah. And you, unfortunately, a lot of these things have been associated with like, if you do that, yeah. you're effeminate yeah. or gay. Yeah. You know, like that's mm-hmm. and. Yeah, because being gay has also been associated with being effeminate, which yeah. is also like false and not. A, yeah. yeah, correct. But uh, and then lastly, which we talked about, the real men don't cry. And uh, this one was always, I, I heard I've heard this before. First one I said. Yeah. Uh, well, this one was on our list, but um, this one was definitely you know tough for me to yeah. to embrace because I cry, and I mean I cry a lot. <laughs> Every <laughs> movie, too. notoriously so. Me Every too. movie, I'm a crier. I'm mm-hmm. gonna cry during it. Sometimes not even movies, like commercials. Sometimes Definitely. Me. I'm like, I do. I have. <laughs> yeah. Have I told you guys the story about crying during the uh, preview movie at the Olympic Museum in Colorado Springs? <laughs> no, but you told us the story about crying by yourself at the Frozen screening. All right, listen, shut up. <laughs> I don't think you were by yourself. He was no, with his children. No, Amanda and Sophia had left the theater to go to the bathroom, and that he is was true. just sitting by himself <laughs> crying. I was, I was presently, but I did not go to the screening by myself. <laughs> yeah. But yes, that would have been fine too. The people who I was with were <laughs> yeah. not there. All right, so let's jump into Real it. Real men don't go see Frozen by themselves, all right, at least. That's done. <laughs> that's, that's probably real. <laughs> at least real men that don't want to get arrested don't go to see that's Frozen. That's true. Yeah, we'll, we'll allow that one. Okay, so this is by uh, Christine Imba here. Okay. From Men Are Lost. Here's a map out of the wilderness. Highly recommend. You do have to probably sign up. You have to give them your email to read this. Yeah, I think so. Um, I but signed you, up I think you can get a free account. And yeah, 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 it was free. Yeah. yeah. Um, I started noticing a few years ago. Men especially young men, were getting weird. <laughs> Only uh, a few years ago. Yeah, getting weird. Should have been paying attention for longer. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. been weird so, out there for a while. It might have been the incels who first caught my attention. Do you know what an incel is? That's like the online communities, right? Well, it stands for involuntarily celibate. <laughs> incel. So this would be... I, I did not I'm know gonna, what this was. I'm going to get to your joke to in one second. <laughs> <laughs> I know your joke. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Intel's is a group of men online basically complaining that... No one will... Me- women them. don't like them. Yeah. yeah. And it's, Is it because they're eating 15 cans of tuna? It's a, str- it's, it's a strong it women don't like nice guys vibe. Yeah. You know, and yeah. but they're 
not nice. Right. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, all right, uh, go ahead. Say your joke. This is a really great Venn diagram that you can look up on the internet. The one half is, like, Microsoft Excel, and the other half is incels. And in the middle of the overlap is thinking something is a date when it isn't. <laughs> yeah. 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 Excel and incels. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, poor Excel. Yeah. You'll figure out dates one of these times. Right. Um, it might have been complaints from the winter around me. Um, men are in their flop area. Er- Era, one lamented, sick of trying to find a date in the pool that seems shallower than it should be. Their flop era? It means yeah. that like all men are flops. Like that's yeah. it's, an era, it's yeah. just an era of boring. Don't want no scrubs. Don't, yeah, scrubs. Yeah. It's a, an era of scrubs. Yeah, but, yeah. That was a bygone phrase, but you know, here we are. Oh, bygone of our of our childhood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if the kids say he's a scrub anymore. I don't know that anybody ever said he's a scrub, but yeah. TLC emblazoned it on that. my brain, yeah. and so yeah. I know what it means. It's a great song, by the way. Thank you, Beyonce. Uh, I'm pretty pretty sure real men don't sing along to TLC in the, <laughs> in the car, but I do. but I do. I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah, um, um, or it might have been the way new companies were trying to reach men. Uh, the average hoodie made these days is weak. Flimsy growled a YouTube ad for I really a, appreciate the voice ad for a here. tactical hoodie. You're not a child. You're a man. So stop wearing so many layers to go outside. Are Marines wearing <laughs> hoodies? Is that like part of the standard yeah, issue? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Gear>. a, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I definitely have seen Kevlar hoodies. A rise of kind of like uh, obscurely masculine yes. products that yes. I'm like, but is why? this need to be masculine? Hey. Soap. Yeah, soap has been a big man. One soap, man, this like, is smell like a man. Yeah. Smell like outside. Like, yeah, all right. I mean, it does smell good. So, I'm like, <laughs> sure, <laughs> right. I'm here for it. But <laughs> yeah, odd things. That, like, yeah. this is now has to be super masculine. A hoodie, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. What, what do you need a tactical? What's what's a tactical hoodie? Yeah. Does it have like armor, armor plates? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a, pockets for bullets. A holder for your video game controller. It's yeah. like a. It's an Iron Man suit. So you put it on and glows and and you start flying. That would be awesome. I would buy that hoodie. Yeah. yeah. Masculinity or not, I would buy that hoodie. <laughs> okay. So out of, uh, once my curiosity was piqued, I could see a bit of Is this you or is this, this the, is her? Okay. This, I'm quoting her. With these okay. Uh, some of the men around me too. They struggled to relate with women. They didn't have enough friends. They lacked long-term goals. Some guys, including ones I once knew, just quietly disappeared. Submersed into video games or porn or sucked into the alt-right and the web of misogynistic communities known as the manosphere. That's actually a thing, the manosphere? Oh, yeah. I mean, I knew there were, like, misogynistic communities. I didn't know that we had named it the manosphere. Yeah. Um, So let me, let me, let's stop here. Okay. Is this accurate? Is what Christine is describing here true? Universally or, let me say it this way. I do think there's a crisis uh, for men and young men in America not knowing how to find a meaningful identity that is uh, authentic to themselves um, and also honoring of the people around them. Yeah. Uh, and I, th- I think there is a, a crisis of that. And I think that's what she's getting at. I, mm-hmm. I have not had the same experience of people getting sucked into uh, the alt-right or into the manosphere and things like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's absolutely a crisis of, of uh, men and young men being like, I don't, I don't know where I fit in. I don't know how to yeah. address this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think that there, there is definitely that sort of crisis of not knowing how to be like a healthy man. But I think there's always been that. I don't think that the sort of that, I quote, mm. ideal that we're coming out of mm-hmm. was that. Oh, sure. I think yeah. that that was just sort of like a 
a placeholder and it was like yeah. something yeah. to ascribe to, but it really taught people how to be dictators of their own kingdoms, right? And sure. not how to be a healthy man. Yeah, yeah I'm wondering, and I don't want to jump too far ahead because I know that she'll get to some of this a little bit, but you know, for a long time, uh, men were just in power, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, as long as you lived into this particular way of being and existing in the world, then you got a good job, you... Uh, were able to work wherever you wanted to work. You probably had a wife who wanted to marry you and like you were stable. And there yep. were, there are always, I agree. There were always people who did not fit that mold and who right. were always struggling with that. But that norm was also the power structure. And that is in a lot of good ways, you know, crumbling. Mm-hmm. Right. And, mm-hmm. not, and not being, or not the, the same story that would have been 50 years ago. And I, so sure. I think that what the internet has allowed us to do is that it pulls these individuals who are now feeling very disconnected from their community because of these factors, right? So I'm now in uh, New York City or I'm in Memphis or I'm in no- middle of nowhere in Montana and all of us are having the same mutual experience of feeling disconnected mm-hmm. uh, from our community because women are taking uh, more roles or they're not wanting to date us or whatever this thing is. And suddenly we're able to connect and then we become an insular uh <laughs> insular incel, I guess, <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what all we're hearing is that feedback loop, right? And so in the same way that the internet has heightened uh, problems of bullying and things like that for our teens, I think the internet has provided a really vicious uh, opportunity for these groups to connect uh, and really just live into something that in some ways is a product of their own imagination and their own story. Yeah. Yeah. I think based in based in reality, but has become a product of their own imagination. You know, I think coming out of like the sexual revolution, which you know we're not here to debate good or bad but i, I think overall pretty fine for you know <laughs> pretty fine no no for, please talk more about this. I, I, I don't <laughs> now want, but, we're but, changing the topic there, there, there was a lot of like healthiness <laughs> for female empowerment yes. that mm-hmm. came yeah. out of there but it kind of did shift how america you know that's our context shift yeah. how american families were being built yes um that it used to be you know kind of you would get married in your early 20s, sure. mm-hmm. have a a, a, a career, mm-hmm. a kid, and a home shortly after. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so if you were an immature man, all r- right away in your early 20s, you had reason to yep. mature, right? Yep. Like, And maybe you were driven there by societal expectation, by horniness, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> maybe those things drove you to find a reason to get mature but it was there Mm -hmm. and then sexual revolution happens you get married much much later now sure and um women are no longer dependent on i have to marry a man right now or what other options do i have yeah i don't want to just be some guy's secretary you know somewhere um and so then it led to kind of this delayed adolescence Mm -hmm. for men especially where they could live as boys much, much longer. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying that the fifties, 1950s man is what we all should aspire to be, but I do think that that person had reason to mature faster than today's, you know, men do. Yeah. Mm. I think, I think they had reason. I think they still matured in unhealthy ways, but I think they did have reason to mature. I think we can get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. I have sort of this opinion that like, it's not only that, men don't know how to be healthy men. I also think that women don't know how to be healthy women. Yeah. Mm, sure. I think both of us knew how to play by the rules. Mm. Yeah. And when mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. change or are taken away, it's, what are you left with? You're looking for a new set of rules, right? Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah, and so in this, I think we are seeing culturally there has been tremendous kind of rise for women empowerment and women um, opportunity in the West and in America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're 100% there, but comparatively, we're getting much better. Yeah. Um, well, maybe, and she's going to get into some data here, a stagnation for men mm-hmm. and maybe even a regression, you know, and maybe it had to do that way for the rise of, of women in America. Men had to stagnate or regress a little mm-hmm. bit and that's okay. Yeah. But I think we're le- now we're left with a group of men unsure of how to be men yeah um so she'll say you know one or thing, sure of how they want to be men and that way of being man of being a man is no longer being is not no longer getting them the results that they want sure mm-hmm. I think, they're sure I think, of how they want to be a man i think there's a little bit about i think yeah. there and i think we'll, we'll get into that so yeah. one we definitely have the need for physical labor in america has declined sure manufacturing jobs yeah. um those kind of physical you know, blue collar work mm-hmm. has declined across America. Yeah. And so that is a subset of men saying like, I don't know how to work because that's what I want to do. Yeah. You know, you think of coal mining life in West Virginia where mm-hmm. we don't really need coal as much anymore and kind of we're like forcing it upon ourselves for the sake of yeah. our own industry or for the sake of these communities, but saying like, I want to work in the mines and the mines don't need me anymore mm-hmm. and thinking like, I don't know what to, what else to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think we have that a little bit. So the decline of physical labor um, in schooling, women are surging ahead of men at this mm-hmm. point um, here. Men receive about 74 bachelor's degree for every 100 awarded to women uh, and more than 70% of the decline in college enrollment overall are attributed to men. So, um, Three out of every four deaths of despair, suicide, alcohol abuse, or overdose are men. Wow. Um, so I think these things are leading to, you know, a rise in lonely single young men, especially as we're adding in, like, now women, because of sexual revolution, because you don't need to get married at 21, are far more selective yeah. <laughs> in who they want to marry. It's no longer, <laughs> I'll marry this guy who, and I'll tame him in a sense right yeah. like like by being married you know he'll be his wildness will be kind of reined in women are rightfully saying like that's not my job yeah. right and, i'm not your mom yeah yeah i'm not your mom i'm not your savior if you want to be valuable as a spouse or as a dating partner f- fix yourself mm-hmm. and then maybe you can get a chance but i'm not interested in that yeah you know and women having much more Long game, playing the long game of like, I don't need to get married at 21. Yeah. Right. So, like, that's fine. I can wait till I find a man who's ready yeah. to be a, an actual spouse. Yeah. yeah. Or I don't need to find a man at all. Right. For sure. I, yeah. I, you know, I can be single. I can have yeah. a family by myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, yeah. There's lots of different options. Yeah. Yeah. And I think while we say this, it is easy for Americans and easy maybe if you're a woman listening to say, like, hmm, here's the thing though men are still kind of in charge, right? Mm-hmm. Like they sure. still, all the presidents are dudes. The majority yep. of Congress are dudes. Uh, she has this stat here. In 2020 analysis of the, you know, the 500 biggest companies in America, there are more CEOs named Michael or James than there are female CEOs, period. Um, yeah. Why isn't Michael a uh, CEO? I, I need to ask him. Yeah. Come on. He's missing out. Great. Yeah. So at the top, it's, mm-hmm. It is still dominated yes. by men in America. It is. We can definitely say that. Um, and so, like, it's easy to say, like, well, look, 
men are doing just fine. Yeah. What's the big deal? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think under the underbelly is men are kind of wilting and unsure of how to be men or uh, any version of men. Um, and, and we're still there. So, again, I think it's easy to say, like, is this really a problem? I think it is. Maybe we can disagree. No, I, I think it is a problem. And it's not a problem because we're saying that men need to have the same status and place that they did before. But it's a problem because without knowing where they fit in this culture or how they exist in this culture, it's coming out in all these really unhealthy ways yeah. that are in some yeah. ways worse than it was before. That's why that's yes. why it matters, right? For sure. So it matters uh, that this uh, this thing is happening, even if it even if there's this challenge up at the top that clearly is still a challenge and needs to be addressed. It matters that this other part is happening too, because if we're not accommodating for the reaction to, I'm thinking about AI a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like AI is great and has the potential to be really good, uh, but if we're not ready to care for and support all the workers who are going to be put out of work by AI, Absolutely. then AI is going to destroy our culture, right? For and, sure. And like we're just going to eat ourselves in from the from the inside. Uh, and I think the same thing can happen here, right? Like we can address the issue at the top, but if we're not re- willing and ready to care for the people who are most directly affected by these things, which is not to say just give them what they want, but like to figure out how to help and support them in their roles, whatever that might, that new role might be, uh, then we're going to end up where we are with all these misogynistic manosphere Mm -hmm. communities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think this next part is kind of really maybe highlights part of this problem Mm. of what's going on with men in America Um, is that there is this, in men, and I'm speaking in generalities here, a longing to be masculine. How can I be a man? How can I express my my um, manness or my masculinity healthily? And you're looking at the world like, who is going to tell me how to do that? And really only one part of America has like a plan that is like, this is it. There's no doubt about it. This yeah. is how yeah. you become a man. Yeah. And that part, is unhealthy. <laughs> like, so when yeah. we come to like the extreme right versus mm-hmm. the extreme left, the extreme left, or maybe even the, the entire left has almost no answer. Yeah. But the extreme right has a, has a very the extreme right. Yeah. The extreme right has a very salt, like not necessarily solid, but a very like appealing and easy answer. Right. Mm-hmm. It's certainly defined. Right. And, and it's There's easily like, defined. This is what you do. Yeah. And this is what mm-hmm. you don't do. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you know who Jordan Peterson is? I do due to this. Due to this, yeah. yeah. I don't. I, I've known him before. He's a um, Canadian psychological psychology oh. professor. Okay. Um, he speaks a lot to men. Cool. And he has a lot to say this. It's not cool. It's, oh, it's not really cool. not, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's one of those. He's probably one of the ones that. But you got to lead in with that, man. Don't yes. like, he set me up with like, he's a it psychology professor. Great. Yeah. Canadian <laughs> psychology professor. Yeah. 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 Checking all the boxes. Yeah. Is this Justin Trudeau? Uh, yeah. he, he's risen quite prominently over the last five years kind of advice speaking directly to men masculinity in america and kind of these things um and i think a lot of what's alluring is a lot of what he has to say is goodish you know Mm. like it does it does like make sense like so for him um his advice and she went to one of his conferences here is is kind of obvious but it may be something you know young men need to hear Mm -hmm. stand up straight delay gratification Clean your room. You know, those are the things that, you know, these are the steps you need to accomplish now to become a man. So if you're straightening myself in my chair. Well, I mean, like if you're just spending all day, you go to your job you don't care about and you come home and you play video games for seven straight hours before until you pass out, you know, in your own filth, you're never going to get there. So these things, 
I think sure. do make sense, right? Like you need to care for yourself right. before you can go on to the next step. Video games for six hours. Yeah. And then take a shower. Uh, and then I'll also say things like, hey, in the animal kingdom, female lobsters are irre- irresistibly attracted to the lop- top lobster. And same thing for human women. So, like, the top yeah, lobster. Isn't that flattering? The top lobster? Yeah, the alpha lobster. I, I didn't know there was an alpha yeah. lobster. But doesn't that, like, that implies that, like, everybody needs to be, like, a CEO or something? Yeah. I mean, it does. You need to be. You need to, wa- you need to walk into every room and you need to be the best. You need to be the best. Yeah. You need to be the alpha. Yeah. Which is also. <laughs> Yeah, bunk from like it, this came out of like wolf and dog culture, and it's also bunked. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not yeah. real. So this is, yeah. So there, <laughs> this is I think a kind of a uniquely like male impression that women are super drawn to like that alpha like meathead persona. Sure. There was a Protector I think it was a yeah. like a Stanford study that like asked a group of women to illustrate uh like what their like ideal like male fantasy character would be and then a group of men to illustrate what they thought women's ideal male fantasy mm-hmm. character would be <laughs> it's totally different it's like nice. more like you know soft and like mm-hmm. approachable looking men is what the women were mm-hmm. almost unanimous unanimously illustrating versus mm-hmm. like the super like macho mm-hmm. stereotype that the men were illustrating it's really interesting, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure yeah um and you know also coming out of this kind of like here's um jordan peterson is one path i don't i like a lot of what he has to say but it gets worse <laughs> you know yeah. like when you go when you when you further deeper into kind of alt-right manhood uh do you know who andrew tate is that's good to say no uh, yeah no yeah. again i do because of this article. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah 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 other yeah. yeah so andrew tate is another Highly influential to the alt-right men about how to be a man. He is a kickboxer, uh, social media influencer. Excellent. Um, he's currently under arrest for human trafficking. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, and his extreme misogyny got him booted from TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So, you know, you got to seek, you know. You really yeah. got to do something it's wrong. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> You're getting booted but, from but TikTok. He, but I'm he's this, this character TikTok. of masculinity, constantly shouting about his sports cars and women, multiples of each, um, and giving advice on how to be an alpha male, which attracted an enormous following of teen boys, um, which, according to this, schools had to circulate information about how to counteract his message in the classroom. How do you counteract teen boys wanting to be alphas? Um, and then, you know, it quickly, like... You follow this, like, be an alpha, and then yeah. it quickly devolves into women are property. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh-huh. sure. like, and you should be in charge of everything. Women yeah. do, should women even vote? You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. kind of those kinds of questions immediately. Um, so, what do you think, Elise? Should women vote? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And these days, I'm like, who am I voting for, though? Yeah. But why? <laughs> what are why? my options? Why even bother? Yeah. And, and one of the things she, she highlights in this article here that I think is, is really strong and really important is. First of all, when she s- listens to these types of influencers, what's notable is their empathy. Uh, mm-hmm. Surprisingly, empathy. Yeah. Empathy for young men. Um, that they are on young men's side. You know, very much yeah. like, you're right. You know, the world is failing you. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, school is tailored to girls now. You're right. It does suck that you don't have a house or a family, and those things seem so far out of reach that you don't even know where to begin on how to do those things. You're right. It is harder to be a man today than it was 
30 or 40 years ago. That's where they start. That's where they're starting is this empathy, this feeding of this, like you're right. It is harder to do that. Yeah. And you know, again, I, is it is a bit of a question mark because I don't want to diminish the struggles and um, the challenges that women face. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think there is there's a reason that young men find this attractive. Sure. Yeah. Um, there's a reason that this message has not immediately been like, I think you're wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, like well, there's, I mean, there's pockets of men out there who are like. Yeah, this sounds true to me. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. talked about this before, right? We're the heroes of our own story. And yeah. So if, if I'm the hero of my own story and someone's finally validating the fact that I, as the hero, am suffering because of these outside villains, then yeah, it's easy. It's I can see buying into that. Yeah. Right? yeah. Any Anybody who comes along and is willing to validate what I already hold to people. I, I mean, at some, at some level... If somebody comes into this and I don't, I don't agree with anything that Mr. Tate is speaking, it's not going to, but if there's some part of me that does feel that way, like I'm going to latch onto that because mm-hmm. finally somebody's hearing me. Finally, somebody's listening to me. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and they're probably right. Yeah. It is harder to buy a house today than it was sure. 50 years ago. That's yeah. correct. It is yeah. probably harder to get a career without a, a college degree and yeah. even maybe with a college degree yeah. than it was 50 years ago. Yeah. Like that the job market isn't quite as open as it used to be and the housing market is more closed than it used mm-hmm. to be. Yeah, and all of that has nothing to do with how to be a healthy man. For sure. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the the false. Right. Yeah, yeah, those things are equally as closed to women right. as they are to men. But I think it is saying like if you found your identity for a man and being provider, husband, father, it's harder to get to those things than it mm-hmm. used to be, uh, seemingly at the yeah. very least. I'm going to jump in there because I think that's where we get to the connection of where the church in particular and yeah. faith has contributed to this, right? This idea of a man as a husband, provider, uh, father, protector, right? That we the church has in many ways fed into this uh, unhealthy uh, understanding of what it means to sure. be a man, right? Mm-hmm. We've looked to... Uh, select stories rather than looking to the gospel of Jesus, right? That mm-hmm. uh, where Jesus uh, tells us to be meek uh, and tells us to, tells us to be peacemakers. Uh, we focus on, well, Jesus turned over tables. And so mm-hmm. real men go and turn over tables. And, and Paul tells us to be the head of our household, right? Sure. Jesus doesn't say that a man should be the head of the household. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and yeah, he did turn over tables, but like that was not the bulk of his ministry. Right, right? It was the full picture, yeah. Was, yeah. And, and I, so I, I think historically churches have really struggled with how to address this same issue. And we've often leaned pretty heavily into uh, this kind of version of masculinity that says, be stronger, express your dominance, um, be in charge, uh, show that you're a protector. Right. Um, you, the, the whole podcast that we have talked about before about Mars Hill, right? Sure. That was everything that Mars Hill spouted was the man is in charge. And if sure. you're, if you're a man, you got to be the protector. And if you're not mm-hmm. the protector, then you're weak and you're not living up to your duties as a man. Right. Um, and all these things. And yeah, I, I think the church is really guilty of this as well. Yep. Absolutely. Well, and I think this leads to the other part, like to the, all the far right has a solution. Yeah. And, and even through Jordan Peterson or Andrew Tate's or YouTube's or writings, like you can find step-by-step guide, how to be a better man or an alpha mm-hmm. or whatever version they're offering. Yeah. Here's how to be it. Yep. And I think the problem is the left and maybe the more progressive parts of Christianity have no solution it seems like seemingly we don't know what to say at all and and sometimes even like we not only don't know what to say we're kind of afraid to say anything at all because we don't want to appear to support according to some people here masculinity sure that you're 
allowed to be proudly feminine, but are you allowed to be proudly masculine? Mm -hmm. You know, that creates more uncomfortableness because of maybe the baggage attached to it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for teenage boys, they're like, I have nothing to do with that baggage. I just want to know how to be a man. Yeah, well, I mean, if being proudly masculine is wrapped up in you being a complete jerk to the people around you, like, no, you're not allowed to be that. Yeah, Yeah. But but I don't think we know how to tell, this is how you become proudly masculine. I agree, Yeah. 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 And I think that's maybe what we're going to look into our next part is young men are constantly told be better, be less toxic, but not often told what that means mm-hmm. beyond sometimes being feeling like I should just be more like a woman. Yeah. Like that's sometimes what it's kind of suggested. Sure. Like just be like a woman. And then there's aspects of femininity that I think are important to masculinity, to men. But that seems like a dissatisfying answer. Mm-hmm. If I think we're being honest to a teenage boy, uh-huh. the be like a woman is not the answer that they're sure. really looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously not for all these young men who are yeah, who are drowning. Yeah. All right. Um, maybe that is a good place to stop this yeah. part too. Maybe next time we'll take a look at like, so what should we say to yeah. young men out there that's not toxic? Get, in, get into some solutions. That, that's not like hammering home, you know. Let's clean up that toxic waste site and see if but, we can yeah. grow some flowers. Yeah. Especially, yeah. How how? Thankfully, men, you know, we do have a role model in Jesus. Ah. How do we get there? You know, but... Mm. All right. Any final thoughts? No? Nods? Nope. All right. Well, hey, uh, before I go into my thing, I've got a quick, uh, not redaction, but okay. an, an amendment to last week's episode. So last oh. week, we you missed, you missed it. We talked about dragons on the episode what? last week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Teach you to go on vacation. I know. Uh, but no, we talked about dragons. Uh, we talked about our dragons in the Bible. That was one of the pieces that we had last week. And we did not dismiss it, right? We said, yes, there are absolutely places where dragons are talked about. Um, but you know, came down that it's mostly metaphorical, et cetera, et cetera. However, uh, the next day after we uh, did that, uh, the Bible Project uh, podcast we've referenced before uh, is big fan. Yeah, we're big fans. They're starting a series uh, all about dragons in the Bible. And so, if you're interested in learning more about what we talked about with Bible or with dragons in particular in the Bible, uh, check out Bible Project podcast. Um, they are also available wherever podcasts are. Uh, and they're like, I think we're in week two now of their series. So you can check that out. It's going to be several weeks long and following the theme of dragons in the Bible and how that plays out. So mm, I'm super interested. Yeah. yeah, There you go. If you liked this episode, not of uh, B- uh, the Bible project, but of beyond Sunday, you can find all of our episodes at beyond Sunday project. Dot, no, that's not it. <laughs> beyond Sunday podcast.com. Uh, and you can email us your weird food addictions at uh Beyond Sunday podcast at yeah. Gmail. And all your thoughts on masculinity and men. Oh, sure. we, we can reference we can those have, next we week. Have, that's, Do we want to open that up? <laughs> we can have serious emails all, too. All your thoughts on masculinity. Yeah, sure. Whatever you got. If you've got thoughts on this episode, we do want to hear them because we'd love to pull those in and yeah, uh, good or bad. to the next week. Yeah. You can tell us we're wrong. Sure. I mean, I'm probably not on it, but you can tell Pastor we'll David or we'll at least probably, they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just delete that email in red, but you can say it. <laughs> Beyond Sunday podcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from all of you. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with more Beyond Sunday.